Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Well, actually, it's not good morning. It's more like good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on where you're at in this world. I want to say thank you for tuning in. Apologies for being late today. Unfortunately, I had some personal issues I had to take care of. Uh, car troubles. That's always great. It's always a good thing. But I appreciate you being here. Happy soon-to-be 4th of July weekend to everybody that is tuning in and listening and watching. Uh, wherever you're at, appreciate the love and support. Uh, the numbers on the podcast are growing very quickly. I don't, I'm not sure why. We really appreciate the support of you hitting that thumbs-up button on YouTube, Facebook, leaving reviews, sharing the podcast. We would not be here without your love and support, and I cannot thank you enough for that. So it is 4th of July weekend, and as you know, Liberals are out there complaining left and right, talking about how horrible a country this is. They have nothing to celebrate. I mean, what are we celebrating for? It's just, it's just, it's such a horrible country. Meanwhile, you have thousands upon thousands of people trying to get in here every day because it's just such a horrible place. Horrible, horrible country. And as a result, many of you know, as I've talked about before, we are running our 4th of July sale, which started today actually, and runs through Tuesday. Today begins the 4th of July sale and runs through Tuesday. Now, what does that mean for you, the customer? Maybe you've never tried Shellshock CBD products before. Maybe it's all new to you. You're a little skeptical. You're a little leery. It's your money. We're, we're dealing with inflation. Technically, today could be the first day of a recession, even though I think we've already been in one for a while. And so, naturally, you're going to be very tight with your wallet, as you should be. Well, today starts the 4th of July sale, and it's 30% off site-wide. Now, we also have bundle deals rated at 40% off. This is at shellshockcbd.com with code USA. That's right. You can save up to 30% site-wide. When you use code USA, exclusive 4th of July bundles are 40% off, are also available. Orders of $100 or more will receive a free rocket fuel sample. Now, please keep in mind... That is, with THC, it will get you high. You will fail a drug test. But orders of $100 or more will get a free rocket fuel sample. Exclusions apply. Code will not apply to the hemp teas, the blueberry halo gummies, the wellness gummies, or 4th of July bundles. The 4th of July bundles are already marked down. So please keep that in mind. So again, orders $100 or more, you get a free thing of rocket fuel. It's not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal. You can't beat that with a brick stick. Also, don't forget about the new wellness vitamin gummies that we have. Apple cider vinegar, ashwagandha, and elderberry with vitamin C. And uh, Mary-Kate is by far the best Shellshock employee. Tyler said John has a small penis. This is what happens. This is what happens when employees give me what to read on the podcast. Someone's getting fired for this. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, I should have reread that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well played. There again. That that I I I did this to myself because I talked about how. This could be very similar to how, like, Ron, uh, Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Very similar. Very similar. So, all right, let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Also, don't forget the eggplant drinks at allamericansavageshow.com. Not a long show for you today. I'm not going to lie. I'm really tired. I'm run down. Um, 
<laughs> I got trolled by my own employees. That's great. That's great. <laughs> I, hope, I hope they're happy. I hope you're happy. Oh, my God. Where do we want to start with this one today, ladies and gentlemen? All right. So as the president is taking a tour across Europe, uh, the article today is Joe Biden rages against extremist Supreme Court. Note how Democrats continuously use the verbiage. Watch the verbiage of Democrats out there today, ladies and gentlemen. As we've said time and time again, every single time. You have Democrats like Eric Swalwell, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Ilhan Omar, Joe Biden. Everything they do is sensationalized. He calls the Supreme Court extremist. What I I don't understand. I don't understand it what it just it I cannot grasp how a sitting president how a sitting president can turn around and call the SCOTUS extremist. Look, the problem that we face in America is that we have taken normal words and essentially thrown them out of context. To call someone a racist today no longer means anything. Nobody believes anybody that you're a racist. Like, what does that even mean? You're a bigot. What does that even mean? This is ridiculous. So when you sit there and you turn around and you call the Supreme Court extremist, the same things were said towards parents that are going to school board meetings saying they don't want CRT shoved down our children's throats. They don't want anything racist in the classroom. They just simply want their children to be taught basic economics, how to be a functioning member of society. Keep the politics, the religion, and all the rest of the stuff, keep it out of school. Let the children be children. Let them learn. Let the children play. We really do need to revamp our education system. How many of you were taught how to actually do taxes? How many of you were taught back in the day how to balance a checkbook? Right? Now, I don't know if things changed. I don't think they have. Joe Biden rages at extremist Supreme Court, admits Democrats do not have the votes to make abortion legal nationwide. Joe Biden knows this. President Joe Biden on Friday again expressed his outrage at the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and pleaded for Americans to elect more Democrats in November. Now, that's a smart tactic. That's a smart tactic. That's going to energize the voter base. Republicans, I am telling you right now, do not get confident Do not get stagnant. Do not get sedentary. I am telling you, come midterms, Democrats are going to show out. They will. You'd better be energized. You'd better remember what has been going on under the Biden administration. And you better show up to the polls. Because I'm telling you, the closer we get to midterms, the more you're going to see stuff like this from the president. The more you're going to see stuff like this from members of Congress, it will not stop. It will not stop. I share the public's outrage at this extremist court. This is the president of the United States of America. The president of the United States of America literally just called the highest court in land extremists based primarily upon the fact that they did not vote the way that Biden and the rest of the Democrats wanted them to vote. All they did was handed the right 
to an abortion or to not have an abortion back down to the states. This is what Democrats consider extremists, ladies and gentlemen. This is why the DNC has gone so far off the rails and are virtually supporting a tyrannical government. These people are the enemies of freedom and liberty. The freedom to choose is not what they want. This was democracy in action. The very same thing that Democrats have been espousing since Donald Trump. Oh, oh, we're going to lose our democracy. Oh, as they clutch their pearls. Democracy just happened. And because the outcome that you don't agree with is now here, now it's extremist? Excuse me, but who are the ones? Who are the ones that are burning down cities, that are violent with their protests, that are assaulting people, that are supporting the idea of drag queens stripping in front of children and children giving them money? And more of these stories have been coming out, ladies and gentlemen. Democrats, you cannot deny this anymore. You are the party that supports pedophilia. Under the banner of the LGBT, you sit there and you support child grooming. This is who you are. President Biden said, I share the public's outrage at this extremist court, Biden said, describing the Supreme Court's ruling last week as a tragic and terrible extreme decision. The president held a video conference call with Democrat governors to discuss the importance of preserving the right for women to abort their unborn child. Another article came from the New York Post today, New York Times, excuse me. It's actually kind of funny. I posted about it on my Instagram, John Burke11B. It's my political account. If you go over there, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. I'll give you that. The New York Post uh, report, making the cut, younger men seek vasectomies in the wake of Roe v. Wade ruling. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny when you actually start telling people you will be held responsible for your actions? If you have unprotected sex and you get someone pregnant, you will be responsible. What do the liberals start doing? Acting responsible, getting their shit snipped, wearing condoms, because now they know. It's almost like if you would have done this to begin with, I mean... Crazy, right? Funny, I, and I didn't expect them to do that, but it's like you're fixing your own problem. That's awesome. But I've, I've seen so many posts to where they sit there and they say that abortion is a right to health care. No, it's not. There is, you have no right to health care. You have no right to somebody else's services. Who, who makes that decision? I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because we've all been there. We all know that. Do I have the right to take my car to a mechanic and demand their service? So you, you have to fix my car. No, I don't. That mechanic can refuse me service if he doesn't like me. That's freedom to choose. So then why is it healthcare okay? Oh, well, that's a different matter. Okay, fair enough. But you want federal health care. That's great. That's going to work out so well for you. Of course, CNN lays groundwork to dismiss announcement of Biden recession as racist. This, again, is why the verbiage of them saying racist, 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 bigot, sexist, misogynistic, xenophobic, every adjective under the sun Democrats use, that's why you're not taken seriously anymore. You're not taken seriously anymore. 
CNN, a far-left propaganda outlet, and they are correct on this one, that spreads conspiracy theories and political violence, is laying the groundwork to claim that any declaration of a recession is racist. <laughs> so as I've been telling you for better part of a year now, America is headed into a recession. Am I a genius? No. It's just that I lack the sophistication necessary to look at the record gas prices and record inflation and see any possible way around a recession. Trust me, you have to be awfully sophisticated to pull out that trick. So his fraudulency, Joe Biden, is already deep in deep dookie. And in about four months, the, De the Democrat Party as a whole will be in real trouble. When the midterms results start pouring in, moreover, CNN knows that our economy has already shrunk this last quarter by a whopping 1.6%, and that if we shrink again during the second quarter, we are officially in a recession. That is actually the definition of a recession, and I think today marked the actual second one. So technically, we are in a recession now. Technically. That's how it works. That's just the definition of it. Two consecutive quarters of shrinkage, and we're in a recession. And today marks the second day, or the second quarter, which is dipping. So technically, we're in a recession now. I mean, we all knew this, ladies and gentlemen. If you've, if you've watched the economy, Biden and the White House sit there, and they push this Chinese propaganda, Chinese government-style propaganda. They say that the 4th of July, prices are lower no, they're not. The White House tweets this out. The White House literally is tweeting out lies and mistruths and propaganda. We are living in a time where you have would-be fascists in the White House. You remember how last year they said, if you do everything right, if you follow COVID lockdowns, we might, we might be able to celebrate the 4th of July. And the rest of us are sitting there saying, go fuck yourself. We're, we're celebrating either way. You're not going to lie. What do we do? Everybody was out celebrating the 4th of July. How many people died from that, by the way? And any, any, any numbers off the top of your head? Anything? Or is that just me? Didn't they, remember what they said last year? It's like, it's down like 16 cents for a 4th of July cookout. Y'all remember that? Because I remember that. Now what is it? Now what is it, folks? Biden does this speech. He talks about elevated gas prices, food shortages, or baby formula shortages, everything. And he blames it all on Russia. Any economist, even Biden's own economists, are calling him out on this and saying he's wrong. And he knows he's wrong. Biden is at fault and his administration for everything that we are dealing with right now. But Democrats will deflect, deflect, deflect. But the other good thing, the light at the end of this tunnel, is with a 38% approval rating, that means the DNC is also turning on Biden. Now, Hillary just came out and said that she would endorse Biden if he ran again. That's not doing him any good. I mean, when you get a nomination from Hillary, she already lost against Trump. What does that mean? This is where we're at, folks. Blame your local Democrat. Blame your local liberal. Isn't it kind of funny, though, how all the Joe Biden, Kamala Harris signs are gone? I don't see them anywhere. My next-door neighbor where I live, he voted Biden. 
I don't see that sign anywhere. Put your signs back out. Let people know who you voted for. You brought this on yourself. You brought this on this nation. You're at fault because of mean tweets from Trump. You didn't understand Biden's economics. You bought into the lies. He laid out no plans. He did talk about freaking oil. Cutting the keystone, he did talk about that. People still went forward with it. Because, hey, as long as it's not my job, what do I care? You are still in favor of this. And what happens? Here we are. Here we are, folks. <sighs> That's how it works. Two consecutive quarters, blah, blah, blah. So... Listen to this political strategy, gosh. We're going to do some strategification over here. <laughs> so the big brains at CNN sat around and thought to themselves, how can we save the Democrat Party? Hmm. Uh, let's figure this out when together. What can we do here? Well, we can't convince people to halt the recession by urging them to go out and spend more. Spend what? You know what I love about liberals is that in the midst of a recession... In the midst of inflation, you're sitting there complaining that these businesses are not giving you a raise. Uh, well, recession's going, or, you know, inflation's going up. Why aren't businesses giving a raise to, you know, supplement the cost of goods? Because they can't afford it. These businesses can't afford it. The, I feel like the majority of Americans don't understand basic economics. While inflation is hitting, businesses are not making record profits. For the most part, by and large, they're not. Consumer spending is down. Products being sold is down. Layoffs are happening. So when Joe Biden sits there and talks about that unemployment is dropping, he's lying. He's created millions of jobs. No, he hasn't. People just went back to work from the shutdowns. We're in a very bad way right now. We're in a very bad way right now. The power and the value of the dollar is dropping. Biden could turn it around. Biden could turn it around. It won't happen overnight. But he could easily flip the switch and put us back on the track in the right direction. And he won't. He refuses to. More foreign dependence on oil overseas. Even Guatemala is saying, the Guatemalan president is saying, if Biden is purchasing or considering going to Saudi for oil purchases, you are indirectly supporting terrorism. And he knows this. Oh, and by the way, yes, in the chat, I noticed that. The rubles and, and Russia are up. They're up. And Biden will sit there and say that we will continue to have high gas prices until Russia is defeated. Ladies and gentlemen, how long did the wars in the Middle East last? 20 years. We invaded Afghanistan back in, what, 2001? Iraq in 2003? We pull out of Afghanistan in 2021-ish? To sit there and make an open-ended statement like that, and the, the civilian, or civilians, the citizens of America, we didn't sign up for this war. We didn't even vote to support this war. This was just done. How dare you sit there as president and demand that your citizens foot the bill for this war overseas between Russia and Ukraine that we have nothing to do, but you did under Obama. The Obama administration helped facilitate this. 
I don't care what any of these politicians say. This was a money laundering operation for the Obama administration. Biden does not want Russia taking Ukraine. To the article, well, we can't convince people to halt the recession by urging them to go out and spend more. No one listens to us anymore. This is true. CNN's ratings have been dropping dramatically. Yeah, and blah, 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 blah. Stop talking with your mouth full, Brian. Hey, I know. How about that old standby? Racism. Who decides if the U.S. is in a recession? Eight white economists you've never heard of. And the 1,400 or so words that follow are all about undermining any upcoming declaration of a recession as illegitimate because of, shuffles cards, white people. Democrats, especially black Democrats or minority Democrats, you need to wake up. You need to wake up. You are still on the mental plantation. You don't even realize it. These white liberals are using you. The louder they scream at the right and say the Republicans are racist, they're racist, they're racist. Do you not see what they are doing right now? This is manipulation. This is gaslighting at its core. Simply because white economists say that we are pushing into a recession because they're all white, like the APOB are all white. That's racism? That's a percentage number. I'm going to give you another example of that here in a little bit. This is insanity. So by and large, if it's majority white people, it's inherently racist? What sense does that make? No, you know how you can tell if something is racist? By the statement or action in and of itself. But this is what Democrats do. They don't care what it is that you say or that you do. It's who is saying or doing it. And if it's a white person, it's rooted in white privilege, a.k.a. racism. This is what they do. Now, I do want to point out how it's changing now. You've got people like Rex Chapman that are in the news for displaying clear and blatant racism. Nothing happens to him. Folks, I'm telling you, these standards that Democrats put into place, that if you go against the Democratic narrative, if you're calling out the shenanigans that is going on within the minority communities, you're automatically, inherently a racist. Well, let me finish with the CNN article, and then we're going to get to Rex Chapman. And I want you to see just the blatant racism that is actually here. This isn't me saying just because he's a Democrat, he's racist. He is legitimately saying racist things, and the DNC and minority Democrats say nothing. Look, there is no such thing as reverse racism. If a white man is racist, he's racist. If a black man is racist, he's racist. If an Asian man, Mexican man, Hispanic, it doesn't matter. Racism is racism is racism. There's no such thing as reverse. It's just racism, and it's wrong either way you look at it. But when you make racist statements, when you perform racist actions, that, by and large, makes you a racist. But again, because eight economists that were all white came out and said, hey, we're in a recession, how is that racism? That has nothing to do with race and everything to do with economics. 
What sense does this make? But this is what CNN and the likes of them actually do every day because this is how they want to win the culture war, by escalating the idea that the Republicans on the right are, by and large, racist. Ladies and gentlemen, Clarence Thomas, black Supreme Court judge, leans conservative. Good Morning America makes a tweet and talks about Jackson. The black female that was appointed to SCOTUS, she's the first black SCOTUS. Clarence Thomas is sitting there going, uh, what? They quickly deleted the tweet. This is how much attention they actually pay, folks. This is how much attention they actually pay. They don't understand politics. They don't understand government. They don't care. They are printing you clickbait headlines to get you angry. Are you kidding me? Katesha Jackson, the first black SCOTUS? That's not true at all. And she's not even the first minority. Neither was Clarence Thomas. But anything to decry racism against the right. Do you not see the patterns yet, folks? Do you not see the patterns of what the DNC does? Racism, misogynism, misogynistic people. You just get to the point where it's like, okay, whatever, dude. Nobody listens to you anymore. This is exactly why CNN's ratings have been tanking. CNN Plus, the streaming service, lasted less than a month. Don Lemon's ratings are plummeting. Stelter's getting fired. They know that their biased opinions rooted in secret racism are destroying them. There is a clear lack of racial diversity amongst the eight members of the NBER. Has never had a member who has been in a racial minority, according to Gary Hoover, co-chair of the American Economic Association Committee on the Status of Minority Groups in the Economics Profession. I would sit there and say, let's pull the statistics of the number of college students or people that undergo degrees in, in economy, economics. Like, sincerely. Let's look at those numbers. I don't have them off the top of my head, but I'd be interested in seeing that. Everybody makes these, these broad accusations. Why aren't there more minorities? I, you tell me. Why aren't, my, why aren't more minorities studying economics? It's kind of like how they talk about how, what, you know, here, let, me, let me put it this way. Let's talk about the equality of the sexes, men versus women. Women, you know, why aren't there more women doing this? Why, why do we never ask the questions? Why are there more, why are there not more women doing road work construction jobs? Why aren't there more women doing manual labor jobs? Why aren't there more female mechanics? Why aren't there more female power line workers? Does that mean that those professions don't like women? No, because women don't want to go do those jobs, and that's fine. We could go to the root cause of that because women probably don't want to do manual labor jobs. That's fine. They want to go pursue education and do something else. That's great. Men, we're okay with it. Does that mean that those jobs themselves don't like women? No. It just means less women want to do them. Okay, fair. Do what you want. But does that make men misogynistic? Not at all. The same thing for economics. Why aren't there more minorities? I don't know. You tell me. Why aren't there more in there? Why aren't there more women? Why aren't there more minorities? But we can't have those conversations. So if the lack of a certain type of people shows in a certain profession, that profession is automatically qualified or 
categorized as misogynistic or racist. That's what CNN's doing here. In recent years, there's been a push by policymakers in the Biden administration to include more diverse thinking and economic analysis. Janet Yellen, America's first woman Treasury Secretary and its first woman Fed Chair, has argued that the lack of women and minority economists at the Federal Reserve and the federal government is a top priority. Why? Why? Are you, are you saying that women and minorities think differently than everybody else? Is the hiring process of those agencies the same across the board? Or wait a minute. Or is it favoriting certain people? Oh, okay. How is this not racism? How is this not racism? If a white woman and an Asian woman or a black woman go in for the same job, the same qualifications, the same education level, and they choose the minority simply because she's a minority, is that not minority privilege? Because if we flip that and that white woman gets hired, they say that's white privilege. So which is it? Legitimately had debates about this with so many people out there. Well, no, it's white privilege because if you, John, because remember I talked to a black guy about this. He said, white privilege is if you went into a job interview and a black man went into a job interview. You both had the same education level, the same experiences, but you got picked because of your skin color. He said, that's white privilege. I said, no, that's racism. If the black man were picked because of his skin color, how is that not racism? No, 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 no. It's only if it favors the white person. That, then it's racist. Okay. White people are getting fed up with it. We're, I'm tired of hearing this. Everything is racist. Everything is racist. It's like, it's not really racist. If being a minority in America is so difficult, why did Elizabeth Warren fake her being a Native American? Why do many people on their college applications fake being minorities? Because they know they're going to have a higher percentage of being successfully led into a certain college. Oh, it's true. It's very true. We just don't want to admit that. This is not an opinion piece. I mean, it is an opinion piece, obviously, but it is presented as news. This is how desperate the corporate media now are. Thanks only to left-wing policies, things are so objectively bad in America that the corrupt media's credibility and moral authority are so eroded that all CNN can come up with is naked nihilism to push back on the coming declaration that the United States is officially in a recession which will be an objective fact. And that's true. CNN can sit there and say that this is racism, racism, racism. How is this racism? Because eight white economists came out and said, there's a recession here. That's racist. Well, then what about Fauci being white and saying COVID? Is that not racism? Or let me ask them, how many white people does it take to make an observation before it's considered racism. One, two, three white people. Ah, ah, ah. What's the standard here? These are your rules. These are your Democrat liberal rules. You explain it to me, folks, because I don't understand. Well, there's a lack of diversity. What does that have to do with it? Are you saying that 
people from minority backgrounds think differently? Forgive me, but isn't math the same regardless of color? Or do black people do math differently than white people? No, it's the same. Economics is the same. So explain to me how that's racist. How is it racist for eight white economists to bash a sitting white president and you claim that's racism? That doesn't make sense to me. Ladies and gentlemen, the root reason why they do this is because they think you, the viewer, you, the listener, you, the voter, you, the taxpayer, are stupid. Now, why do they think that? Why does CNN think that? Why do they push this propaganda, folks? And I'll tell you why. Because by and large, Democrats, you have eaten this up for years because of your hatred for Trump and Republicans. You bought into the hyperbole, the hyperbole. You bought in to the propaganda. You brought into the rhetoric. You bought into all of this propaganda 101. And now they know you'll eat it up and they continuously feed it to you. And you don't, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. We are living in a day and age, folks, where you can sit there and a grown man can call himself a woman. And if you disagree with that, you're a bigot. No, science proves it. We live in a generation where the, the length of life is at the highest I think it's ever been. Quality of life is the best it's ever been. Everything is 24-7 now. You can go down to Taco Bell at 2 in the morning and go eat something that's going to make you squirt for a week. You can order a sex toy off of Amazon Prime and get it within 24 hours. You can call Uber to come pick you up wherever, whenever. You get streaming services to your television. You don't even have to go to the movies anymore. And we live in an age where a man can sit there and say, I identify as a woman. And if you refuse to call him by his preferred pronouns, you're the bad guy? No. It's called living in the real world. It's called living in reality. We are a nation that is so spoiled. We've had it too good for too long. And America's about to get humbled. The freedom that our forefathers fought, bled, and died for has been abused. We've taken it for granted. We don't realize just how good we've got it. 51 immigrants, illegal immigrants from Mexico, dead in a container truck trying to get to America. And then you have people like Billy Joe from Green Day, from all these stupid A-list celebrities or B and C and D-list celebrities sitting there saying, America's just horrible. I hate this country. Blah, blah, blah. Joy Behar and the likes of these, these middle-aged idiot women that want to sit there around a table and just cackle about abortion being illegal in America. You go to the Bahamas where it's still illegal and then you're sitting there whining about it over there. Look, I'll be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. There are certain things that we do need to fix in this country. I'm not saying that America is perfect, but man, I've been all over the world. I've seen other countries. We've got it damn good over here. The one thing that we need to fix is our government. That includes Republicans. 
Don't sit there and lecture me from your ivory tower condoning socialism while you've made millions off of a capitalistic system. How dare you come over here and say that? That would be the same as me going to Europe and say, well, these taxes are stupid. This country's dumb. Well, then the first thing they tell me is go back to America. If you don't like how things work here, leave. Billy Joe can renounce his dual citizenship. I don't care. Pink can sit there and leave America. I don't care. And where are all these celebrities that said they were going to leave America if Trump got elected? I'm still waiting to see that. It's the same as saying, I'm just going to take my ball and go home. This is what they are. This is what they do. That's how stupid they are. So if the SCOTUS does not vote the way we want them to vote, now they're extremists? Forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm old enough to remember when extremism was primarily referred to to religious extremism, which was condemning religious extremism in the Middle East. The Taliban, ISIS, the Republican Guard, Al-Qaeda, religious extremism. But then we come to America under the Biden administration and parents are going into these school board meetings saying, I don't want you sitting there teaching my children that they have white privilege. Let me tell you something, folks. It was white people, over half a million white people that died in the Civil War to free black people. It was a white Congress that ratified that. It was white people that bled to get this nation on the right track. But you want to condemn us all? Then let's condemn all black people for being the majority of violent crime statistics in America. Oh, no, 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 we can't do that. No, that's, that's generalized stereotyping. We can't do that. Fair enough. Then why are you doing it to white people? Oh, because racism. Okay. Okay. I'm tired of it, folks. I'm tired of it. You've got it so good in America. You got Jesse Smollett out there, black Betty Davis, faking his own hate crime. You had to fake your own hate crime. I mean, come on. How good do you have it? When a black supremacist has to sit there and fabricate and pay off two black African men to assault you. And they didn't even assault him very well, matter of fact. Like a few boobs, like bruises. Come on, man. See the size of those dudes? They were massive. Beat the shit out of that guy. Come on, earn your money. And he puts a noose around his own neck and he leaves it there to call the cop. Okay. <laughs> you can't make this up, folks. This is how good we've got it in America. We have to fake our own racist hate crimes just to get attention. That's pathetic. All right, let's move on. White House's National Economic Council Director Deese paying high gas prices about the future of the liberal world order. This is real. Thursdays during an interview, or excuse me, during an appearance on CNN's newsroom, National Economic Council Director Brian Deese defended President Joe Biden's remarks earlier in the day, claiming Americans may have to deal with higher gas prices as the world grapples with an aggressive Russian President Vladimir Putin setting his sights on Ukraine. Deese called Biden's remarks as a claim about what was at stake, which he called the future of the liberal world order. 
What you heard from the president today was about the stakes, he said. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. But at the same time, what I'd say to that family, to Americans across the country, is you have a present administration that is going to do everything in its power to blunt those prices increases and bring those prices down. You kidding me? You kidding me? Blunt those prices? You mean like restricting oil purchase or like lease? What? <laughs> what? How does that make sense? That doesn't make sense to me, but okay. Liberal world order? Oh, God. This is what liberalism gets you, folks. <laughs> this is what liberalism gets you. Higher gas prices? Really? Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, NBC, Axios, and Politico lie to smear Clarence Thomas. All right. Now, remember what I told you about racism. Remember what I told you about racism within the DNC. This is a black Supreme Court justice. To smear Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, the far-left liars at NBC News, Axios, and Politico essentially fabricated a quote he did not make. The three propagandists falsely claimed that in a recent Supreme Court dissent, Thomas claimed the cells of aborted fetuses are used in the coronavirus vaccine. Far-left Politico, Clarice Thomas claiming in a dissenting opinion that COVID vaccines are derived from the cells of aborted children. No COVID vaccines in the U.S. contain the cells of aborted fetuses. Far-left Axios, Clarice Thomas suggests COVID vaccines are made with aborted children. Far-left NBC News, Justice Thomas cites debunked claim that COVID vaccines are made with the cells from aborted children. The Daily Mail also spread this lie, as did Yahoo News. Except that's not what Thomas said. Here's what Thomas's actual quote was. Petitioners are 16 healthcare workers who served New York's communities throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. They object on religious grounds to all available COVID-19 vaccines because they were developed using cell lines derived from aborted children. Three points. Thomas is not saying, as the liars above claim, that the vaccines are made with aborted children. He's saying the vaccines were developed using cell lines derived from aborted children. That's obviously two very different things. You can reasonably read that is as Thomas explaining the petitioner's point of view instead of his own. Regardless, it's true. The China flu vaccine was, in fact, developed using cell lines derived from aborted children. To wit, and it continues. You can read the article over on Breitbart. Even Snopes admits this. Snopes, a far left-leaning purveyor of propaganda, says this was incorrect. When Snopes is saying that, come on. I mean, come on, folks. Let's get to Rex Chapman. You want to talk about blatant racism? Blatant racism? Rex Chapman blasted for stereotyping blacks, calling Clarence Thomas a black, white supremacist. What? <laughs> what? I'm at a loss, folks. I'm at a loss. 
Oh my God. I'm really at a loss here. It's true. It's true. Former NBA player Rex Chapman unleashed a vile and racist rant directed at Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas on Thursday by calling the longtime judge a black white supremacist. This is real. The tweets are still there. Tweet it out on my own at Sergeant Savage. Folks, I'm telling you, this guy is unhinged. But keep going. We need more of this. Former uh, Chapman also repeated a well-worn racist trope about black men suggesting that Thomas wouldn't. Okay, let me read you the tweets first. Then you decide. Listen, like really read these tweets, folks. Rex Chapman tweets this out. It's a picture of Clarence Thomas at a school graduation. It says, the time Justice Clarence Thomas attended the graduation event of Christendom College students, along with late Justice Antonin Scalisi's son in 2018. Not another person of color in the picture. See, this is what they look for. And basically in the comments, it gets debunked. They talked about people of color being of that religion. It's like less than 1%. Of course, that makes sense. Then he says... I think the thing I think is most funny about that this is that these white kids and their parents view this as their entry into black America. What? Clarence Thomas would last 20 to 30 seconds in an NBA locker room. What, what does that mean? Here's the kicker. Here's the nail in the coffin. Why, this is, this is what he tweeted out. Why have you never seen Clarice Thomas at an NBA game as in ever? What does that mean? What, what, are, you, what are you saying? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The white liberal is out there espousing racism. Are you saying that in order to be black, you must attend NBA games? How is that not racism? How is that not stereotyping? That's 100% what he's doing. Remember when Joe Biden said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black? Folks, that's racism. That's racism at its core. That's stereotyping at its core. He could say the same thing about any other race, and it's still racism. Holy cow. Dan McLaughlin responds, says, because he's 74 years old, he'd last longer than you at last in the Supreme Court argument. Bro, I am at a loss. Have you ever seen Clarence Thomas at an NBA game, as in ever? (laughs) Yeah, there it is, folks. There it is. That's it right there. But yes, it's Republicans that are racist. Now, how many Democrats, how many prominent Democrats, because look who follows this guy. You click on Rhett Chapman, if we're all about standing against racism, he's got, he's got a Melissa Milano following him. 
He's got so many left-leaning, high-profile celebrities. This guy has got 1.2 million followers. Where's the outrage? Where's people calling this guy out? Oh, that's right. Okay. We, we, don't, we don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> what a crock. You finally starting to see it, folks? Do you see it for what it actually is? It's ridiculous. Rex Chapman is one of the biggest racists I've ever seen. To sit there and say, when was the last time a black SCOTUS attended an NBA game? Wow. Wow. Well, that's where we're at, folks. Well, look. I'm afraid I have to get going, folks. It's been, it's a long day. I'm, I'm really tired. I apologize for being such a short show, but I appreciate you tuning in today. Thank you for being here. Don't forget to check out shellshockcbd.com. The 4th of July sale is currently going on using code USA, 30% off site-wide. Bundle deals at 40%. This goes all the way through Tuesday. Get hot on this. Don't miss it. Stock up now. Delta 8, Delta 9, CBD oils. You name it, we've got it. Bath products, everything, it's there. I appreciate y'all's love and support. Thank you for liking the podcast. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for being an adamant supporter of us here at the Shellshock HQ studio in Richardson, Texas. I will see y'all bright and early, not Monday, probably Tuesday. Until then, you stay savage, America.